I'm back. It's the news, according to moi. Or, that's me for those of you. Good morning. It is Wednesday morning already, February 21st. Winding into the last week of this short, well, it's a little bit longer month than normal, though. This is a, this is a leap year. February 29th this year. But it's February 24th, 747, 20, yeah, 10, 27, 20, 30 seconds. So it's about halfway between 747 and 748, whatever that is. And it's uh, 2024, of course. I had a, an inter- speaking of math, <clears throat> I had an interesting uh, short that I saw the other day. I don't know if I talked about this. I don't think I did. There was these four college students. I think I might have, I might have said something about this. These four college students that couldn't figure out what four times 15 was. They were all looking at each other like, I think one of them said, I think it's 23. And the other, they were just trying to answer it off the top of their head. One of them was like, I think it's, no, it's 28. And then one was, he was really sure. He was, he was like absolutely positive it was 28. So everybody else went along with him because they didn't know. Yeah, we're all going to say 28. Four times 15 is 28. Well, I'm imagining that what they probably tried to do was take the four because it was a smaller number and multiply that 15 times instead of taking 15 and multiplying it four times. I'm, I'm, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm thinking in their, in their heads that's probably what they were thinking. This is what common core math has done for us, folks. This is, this, this is the kind of thing that... You know, I'm amazed. You got these people complaining. Uh, there's there's um, this one lady in, in New York who's just complaining and complaining about she's getting tired of people peeing on her door. They get they they stay on her porch. There's so we got this weird situation right now where they're giving illegal immigrants more money and more help than they are the homeless uh, citizens that we have in our our nation. M- many of them veterans. Now, I'm not for – I don't like social pro, – I don't like social programs, folks. I do not like them. Government-instituted social programs. I do not like them. That doesn't mean they should all go away. I just don't like them. One of the reasons I don't like them is because they become this slush fund and it becomes this corrupt way of moving money around and a way to buy votes. And that's what I hate about it. And it abjucates the church's responsibility to take care of the homeless. I don't know of very many mega churches in my area who donate a percentage of their funds, in their income, to the homeless shelter downtown. If they did, the homeless shelter in every community we have here would be one of the finest institutions on the planet. I know what some of the budgets in some of these churches are. I've, I worked for one. I know where most of the money goes. Do they do any good things? Sure, they do. They, they do good things with their money. 
but I'm just telling you, I, I just, it frustrates me to no end that the, that the majority of the money coming in is just for the Sunday morning shows. And I, I say shows because there's usually multi, multiple services to make people feel good. Help them feel edified. And, I, and none of them, not a single one of them, has ever put money in my cup. But what I do have in my cup is um, vanilla chai with almond joy creamer, which is important. And I've got a backup cup here. I've also got a backup bottle of water, but I, I've got a backup cup of sweet tea from my favorite place, Chick-fil-A. One of my favorite places, I should say. It's probably the favorite place it's in the top two or three. I, I wouldn't even know what to tell you about what the other ones are, but there, I'm sure there are others that I choose to go to. Culver's is one of them, probably up there somewhere. Prices, though, have gone up. I, I've noticed. Um, in fact, I was kind of shocked the other day. Uh, and actually, I went to this, this, a couple things have shocked me really, really lately. I, I went to, I, I can go to Long John Silver's, but I know some people don't like Long John Silver's. I, I like their fish. Uh, platter, that their little fish combo thing. I know everybody says they're, you know, they're, oh, it's fried fish. It's not, I, I like it. That's, I'll go there and get fried fish. I, I can get corn or green beans. What, what other fast food place can I go to get that kind of thing? And the price is usually under 10 bucks with a large sweet tea, or at least it used to be. I've noticed it has gone up some. I, I think the last time I went, I got uh, the, the two fish combo meal with corn. Or green bean. I don't remember what I got. I think it was corn. I think it was corn. And a large sweet tea. I think it was eleven dollars. Now, yeah. And then, and then, now my now my wages haven't gone well. Yeah, whatever. The the um, and most people's wages haven't haven't doubled in the last twenty years. However, the price of food has more than doubled. Twenty years ago, I used to go to Wendy's and get a a double plane with cheese. Small fries and a large drink. I would get that for it was three dollars and fifty two cents. It's it's four it's three times that now four three 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 times that now. Wages haven't tripled since then. So there's disparity in the the numbers, and a lot of that's just happened in the last two, two couple of years. Just in the last three or four years. Now. At the same time, I went to Wendy's the other day, and I was kind of surprised. Uh, I, I thought that – what did I get? I got a uh, – what was it, Wendy's? It was Arby's. Arby's. I got a regular roast beef cheese sticks, the four-piece cheese sticks, large sweet tea. I thought at the at the at the thing I thought she said at the drive up window or the drive up speaker I thought she said it was it was eleven or twelve thirteen dollars something what I I thought it was close to thirteen bucks I didn't think too much of it it kept on going through and I got to the to the window he said it was nine nine twenty seven or whatever it was I was like oh you sure it's my that's my order looked at it, sure enough I, I don't know if she miscalculated something wrong or what 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 happened there with the original price but then I looked at it I was like yeah that's those are all correct that's, that's so it was under ten bucks. So it's only you know it's only doubled, a little over double. 
So the, then I noticed, uh, I went to Cracker Barrel the other day and I got the meatloaf meal. Now I got three sides, which added, so I got corn, carrots, mashed potatoes, sweet tea, of course, and a big, huge chunk of meatloaf. I'm talking bigger than your head. Well, not my head. I've got a big head. But it's, it, was a, it was a good-sized meal with a biscuit and cornbread. And somebody waited on me at the table. I think it was $13. Something like that. Now, now here, here's the deal. I pay a tip. I usually give them five bucks. At, at, at the Cracker Barrel. So I, pay, I went out there for about 20 bucks. It was about 20 bucks by the time I got out of there. With tax and everything. And, and, and that, so it was more. But it was a sit-down meal. A whole lot probably better, theoretically, than, than most fast food places. A whole lot more food, that's for sure. Or not a whole lot more. So I'm not sure what's going on with that. I know, I know that, that um, yeah. Anyway, I'm just going to say that that's, that's what's happening, folks. That's what's happening out there. It's a crazy world. We have uh, this whole thing with the, you know, the churches and the mega churches and the, and the homeless and the, this lady who's having her house uh, peed on. And she's getting sick of it. She's getting sick of this. And the people are getting money and these people are getting more money. They're getting about $1,000 a month on top of housing and food. These you know, immigrants that are going to some of these cities. And now they're starting to demand better. They've even interviewed, they interviewed one guy from, uh, I think it was from Colombia. May have been Venezuela. Or, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Venezuela. It was Port, yeah, I can't remember where it was. I, I'm thinking it was Colombia. The guy was like, "I'm going to go back home. I don't. I don't like it here. This isn't what I expected." For, well, first of all, it was like 10, 10 degrees outside Fahrenheit, and he was, you know, so that's like what is that? Like negative, negative five, four through something Celsius, and he he was. He was not happy. This isn't what I expected. Uh, who told you what to expect? Now, these, these residents who were all upset about this whole thing, they had, they had a few other things to say as well about where money was going and what, what was happening politically with their local politics. And all of my first question was, and you voted for whom? This vote, voting has consequences, folks. Look at the look at the state of California right now. And I'm not talking about the state of California. I'm talking about this the situation in California right now. You've got a local representative who's calling for the federal wage, federal minimum wage to be raised to $50 an hour because a family can't, you can't 
you know, the, the housing costs alone are, are it's co- it costs a normal family uh, $110,000 a year to live. And if you do the math, I think, I think 50 bucks an hour. What does that turn out to be? I don't, yeah, where, where'd my little thing go? Got to get my calculators up here. Huh, this is interesting. Usually it's right there. We'll pull it up. The, um, you know, if you figure 50 bucks an hour, eight hours a day, that's $400 a day. And I think the average number of days a person works full-time is about 250, typically. It's $100,000. Six-figure income, working at McDonald's. What's wrong with this picture, folks? Working at McDonald's, and, and for those of you who work at McDonald's and you've been doing that for a long time and you've been holding down a job, congratulations and thank you for your for participating in the process and you're working your way up at McDonald's. The longer you work there, hopefully the, the, the more you can do, the more opportunities you have, hopefully, I don't know. But it is meant to be an entry-level job. I think the federal minimum wage right now is like seven, seven something, seven fifty or whatever it's close to, which is twice what it was when I was a kid. It's like three bucks or three fifty, something like that. And now here, here's here's the issue we have that I have with California. Look at the disparity in the cost of living between California and northern Indiana, where I'm from. A family of two can very, very comfortably live payments, groceries, rent, whatever you're paying, whatever you're doing, comfortably live. Not extravagantly live, but comfortably live on $40,000 a year. Some people say, oh, that's impossible. Yeah, you know, it's possible. I've done the math. If you saw how I live and what we all, everything we have here, and I showed you my budget, you'd, it would blow your mind. It's because our cost of living is so low. Because the politics are somewhat under control here. We also have good gun laws. They talk about all these loser states and winner states. Um, Indiana's kind of the, the sleeper winner state that nobody knows about. Not winter, winner. W-I-N-N-E-R. Now we've got, you know, out west, out in California, oh, this is a great, awesome place. Oh, it's just awesome out here. I've got free everything. Yeah, free everything. And people are leaving because it's costing too much. How's that free thing working out for you? The old adage, the old statement is, socialism's great until you run out of other, pe- other people's money. Until you run out of other people's money. There was a classic, classic video the other day I saw. This guy's walking, walking just around the, like in a strip mall type place, like outdoor like strip mall type place. A bunch of, you know, a bunch of stores. And right at the corner, this one little sidewalk, this, this, this little group of people, like four or five people, look like they were college students. 
they have a little box booth set up talking about communism, pro-communism things. Communism's, you know, the, the way. It's the answer. Well, the, one, the one little girl there was Chinese. So the guy, now this guy was a foreigner. He, he came from another country. He came from a communist country. He asked the girl where she was from. She said, China. He said, well, why are you here? Because China sucks. He goes, China is communist. No, not really. It's not really communist. What? What are you talking about? And you could argue that it's not pure communism. But what does communism always become? A dictatorship. Socialism does the same thing. It, it eventually, it, it, socialism and a democratic, oh, well, I just want democratic communism, D- democratic. Want to vote it in. It's where, it's where it goes. It's, it's, what are we progressing to? This, these progressives and they're, they, we're going to wait. Well, I want to be progressive. I want to be out there on the cutting edge of what's best. No, you, what's best is what got this country where it is today. The founding principles of this country is what made it great. Oh, it wasn't great for everybody. Well, not everybody, not because people, that, that's because of people. That wasn't because of the, in fact, it was the founding principles that led us out of those problems. If you look at where the country is going right now, are we becoming more progressive? Are we becoming more leftist in this country? And what is happening to this country in the process? They're still blaming anything that goes wrong. All these things that are happening. Well, this is because of conservative principles. And and let's just get me straight about this. The the far right, the far right, extreme right. Anybody who is a Trump voter is is an extreme right. Far right. If you can call yourself a conservative, you're extreme right. And you're lumped in with the neo-Nazis. I just saw a thing this morning. It was just a post on YouTube. It wasn't a video. This Democrat guy talking about there are literally Nazis marching on the streets in, in, in uh, Memphis or wherever it was, or whatever, Tennessee somewhere, I think. He showed this picture of all these guys wearing red shirts and black hats with hoods. And their faces were all covered up. There was about 20 of them, 15, 20 of them, something like that. Neo-Nazis, because as soon as this thing happened to Trump, all of a sudden the neo-Nazis are coming out of the woodwork. They're marching on the streets. Now, if you go to an actual, I don't know. I don't know if these people were, I don't know. Whenever I see people wearing masks, when the KKK used to come to this town and have their little demonstrations that they used to put on downtown at at the courthouse, because they could. There's a little group, a little band of them that used to come through. They, they went all over the country and they would, they would go to courthouses and they would have little demonstrations and they would say their little thing. And of course, they, they were obliged to, obligated or whatever. They, they, they were supposed to protect them, so they'd put fences up and people would, you know, there's usually counter protests and stuff that would show up. It was all a bunch of, you know, it's a big show. And if you ask those people, 
some of the most vehement people against them are the conservatives. Now, do you have the right to be stupid and to have stupid ideology? You absolutely do. You have the right to do that. And you have the right to proclaim it. You have the right to say it. Absolutely. But we also have the right to keep it from being taught in the schools. But here's the problem with this whole thing. Most neo-Nazis, in fact, the Nazis was the Socialist Party. The National Socialist Workers' Party of Germany. They were not conservatives. They were not individuals, individual rights into people. That wasn't their ideology at all. The further right you go, the further you go into the individualist part of things, you become less and less of a neo-Nazi. And yet that's, that's what they would have you believe. Oh, they're far right. They're far right. They're extremes. They're extremists. That's what, that's, they're MAGA people. They're all Nazis. They're all racist. Every time, every time Bernie Sanders had an opportunity to speak, when Donald Trump went into the race, every time he spoke, one of the first things out of his mouth was, Donald Trump was a racist. He, he knew that that rhetoric had to be spoken. They did all kinds of polls and studies and, and group studies about the word racist and how it makes people feel. It polarizes people immediately. Bernie Sanders knew that, and he knew that every time he got up to speak, he had to say that. He had to put that out there. He had to keep repeating it because then it eventually it becomes true. You create the monster. Donald Trump was a racist. This, this happens. I, I, let me just go, let me just see what we can find here. I don't want to use that. Let's, uh, Bernie Sanders. Donald Trump is a racist. Let's see what, what we have here. Uh, about 42 of them, him saying that. Bernie Sanders says Donald Trump is racist. Here, here we go. This is uh, 52 seconds. We can play this. Let's just play it and see what it, see what it says. Um, there's, oh, how many results are there here? Holy cow. This was four years ago, four years ago, five years ago. It just goes on and on and on. Uh, just clip after clip, clip after clip of him saying he's a racist. Let's let's just listen to him. He's just walking down the street. They're escorting him to a. Uh, by the way, he's doing much better than. Well, you know, we have a president, and I say this without any joy in my heart. Who's a racist? It's hard he's to a racist. believe that we have a president of the United States who is in fact a racist. Uh, you know, as president of the United States. Okay, give me, he's president of the United States and he's a racist, he's a racist, he's a racist, he's a racist, he, because he's, you know, he's the president and he's a racist. You have a president for the first time, he's a racist. Give me an example of his racism. Exactly, explain to me what it was he said or did. Now, I, I've, I have confronted people about this. 
say, oh, well, Donald Trump's a racist. Oh, really? What, what did he say? What, what leads you to believe he's a racist? And someone else jumped in and said, well, he said some things during the campaign. Oh, some things. A lot of people say some things. Give me an example of what he said. Let's, let's go. And I guarantee you they're going to they're gonna quote something that the media said he said, not what he actually said. This happens all the time. All they hear is what the media told you that he said, because guess what? Rachel Maddow won't let you hear what he says, because guess what? He lies too much. We can't let you hear what he's saying because he lies all the time. Just everything's a lie. Everything that protrudes from his mouth is a lie. We can't let you hear it. Why don't you just let him lie? Let us hear it and then refute the lies. Instead of blabbering on about something, we don't even remember what else you said. The only thing we remember is what you said is that Donald, we can't play this because Donald Trump's a liar. So in the meantime, you're talking. We don't remember anything else you said because it wasn't important. What you could have done is maybe done some journalism, let him speak, and then refuted all of his claims and had all of his lies. I remember it was like it was like 30 or 40 days into Donald Trump's presidency. This was like in February or March of 2016, 2017, sorry. And we had Brian Stelter. Brian Stelter. We got down and he would say, he's lied. One th- we got it. They had a calendar at the bottom of bottom corner of his page of his, of his little video thing, his little feed. And it was just racking up the lies, just turning. It's kind of like the deaths for COVID during COVID. The death counter's going. Of course, I was all under Trump. As soon as, as, soon as, as, soon as Biden took office, that, that counter went away. All of a sudden, they weren't, weren't keeping track of deaths anymore. It's like the deaths in Gaza. Millions of people have died in Gaza. Well, there were only 1.8 million there. Well, it was, well it was, no, it was 2.5 million, but, but there's, well, that's more than there was before. How? Well, okay, thousands of people are dying. Okay, then the population's going down. And, and apparently half of those must be children. Because half the population there, according to Norman Winkle, Winkelstein, Finkelstein, he, he, according, he, he, he claims that uh, half, the, half the population there is children. So now you've got to have at least 10, 15% of them. have got to be women. I, I would think half the adult population has got to be women. If you have that many kids, especially. Because, you know, it doesn't work without that biological issue. And it's... So there's, you know, so half the population's unemployed as well. Now, does that mean there's 50% unemployment? I don't, how are, how are they grading that? They just throw these flipping numbers out there. They have no idea what they're saying. They have no idea what they're talking about. There's never, I, I have never, I have yet to see an actual census taken of, of Gaza. How many people are actually there? It's a, the world's largest open-air prison. It's the most populated, densely populated place on earth. They, just, they, they paint this picture of something that simply isn't true. Now, it's not a utopia. Do I, I don't want to live there. However, if, you, if all those people weren't there and you had investors come in, and the, the amount of money that has been poured into that place, if you took all that money and made it a vacation spot, 
I guarantee you that place would be bustling and beaming with people like you wouldn't believe. It's one of the most beautiful land masses on the earth. It's a beautiful area, all, mostly coastal. And it's not Israel's fault that it's like that. Now, I just saw, I saw recently, I saw a uh, demonstration that's apparently happening over there. A bunch of people are, are supposedly protesting against, against Hamas. Now, I don't know, this is within Gaza. I don't know if it's, I don't know what they were saying. I can't speak the language. I don't know what they were saying. All I know is what, and I don't even know where those people were. Because all I know is there was a video. They were talking about it. This is a protest in Gaza against Hamas. I, who knows if it really was or not? I just don't know what to believe out of there. I have no idea. When you see people walking around, if these pictures of people walking around the rubble of a bombed out building, as if that was their home. If you look very carefully in the background, there's perfectly fine standing buildings all around this bombed out building. But they make you, they're trying to make you, you feel like it's just, it's just this devastating, it's like Terminator 3 or whatever. It's the, you know, just a vast wasteland. It's just raising the whole place. R-A-Z-E. <sighs> uh, I just saw something that's kind of funny. Jesse Ventura considering running for president. <laughs> This was five years ago. This is back when, in 2016. Trump won't have a chance. Trump, Trump, he won't have a chance if I run. If I run, he won't have a chance because I'm, you know, because I'm Jesse Ventura. He won't have a chance. Whatever. Yeah, he couldn't uh, maintain uh, Minnesota. He couldn't maintain governorship of Minnesota. For you, my Minnesota fans up there, sorry, I'm not a bad, bad impersonation of. Uh, I I don't know what's going on with this judge, uh, Judge Engeron. Everybody's talking about what happened to Judge Engeron right after the verdict. I, 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 there's something apparently it's going bad in his life. I'm not sure what, exactly what's going on there. Um. Now, back to this whole thing of what's going on with the, the immigrants in some of these big cities. There are actually, I think it's in California now, there's actually a Chinese person, it might have been New York, but it's a Chinese national, not even a citizen of this country, has been elected to a board, a local council board, as a representative. Maybe, I, no, I don't know if it was elected or appointed, actually, it might have been appointed. Now, they've also said that, no, of course, they're giving uh, driver's licenses to immigration, Im immigrants now. Uh, now, you have to understand, okay, uh, do they have insurance? Because now we're going to have accidents, and who's paying for that? Do we have any idea where these people are driving to? where they're going, what they're doing. This is out of control. See, now, 
And this gets back to, and you can say, oh, this is a conspiracy theory. No, this is not a conspiracy theory. This is in the book. If you've read Rules for Radicals, you could completely understand the, what they're trying to do here. One of the reasons they want to raise the, the minimum wage is, is they're trying to crash the U.S. dollar. This, they want to get rid of – it all comes back to this basic philosophy, this basic ideology that, that, that America is bad. It needs to be crushed. It needs to collapse. Everything needs to collapse in this country. That's where we're at. They hate the country. The end justifies the means. They will do anything they can. They will open up that border and let anybody come across the thing. The border's not open. Yes, yes, it's open. Just because you, it's catch and release is not a closed border. It's not a controlled program. It's not a plan. Processing everybody is not a plan. Well, it's not an open border. We stop them and ask them what their name is. Oh, oh, well, that's not open. It is absolutely insane. We don't know who's coming here, what their intentions are. We have people coming from China, from Middle East, Russia. What, what are they coming? We're not talking kids. That's what they would have you believe. Folks, we are, we're in a world of hurt here. If we don't wake up. Now, this gets back to the whole thing of what are they trying to do here? It is, it is, it is an out-of-control, chaotic situation. And it's just the... The rhetoric and the narrative and the everything else that's going on with, with orange man bad. We're, we're going to lose our democracy if someone is voted into office. Uh, um, excuse me? So we're, gonna, we're not going to allow democracy because we have, we have to – this is like dingle butt Bush when he said we have to leave the, the corporate or the uh, capitalist system in order to protect the capitalist system. No, no, no. You're, you're – you're, <laughs> You're insane. You're an idiot. We have to leave you know, democracy so we can save democracy. Well, first of all, it's not a democracy. It's a republic. We use a democratic process. Not a democratic party. The democratic party is the only one that believes in democracy. No, no, it's not. We use a democratic process to elect our representatives who protect, who are sworn to protect our individual rights, period. Government should be limited, not unlimited in what they want to do. Spending like drunken sailors. I, I don't even know if a drunken sailor is I, – I, folks, I, I, think it, I think it's offensive to drunken sailors. I, I really do, the way, the way the government is spending now. We should say sailors are spending like drunken politicians. They are drunk with power. They are drunk with – with just spending money to buy votes is what they're doing. Franklin actually, Benjamin Franklin actually warned against this. He realized what, what, what the potential could be here later on down the road. And that's, what's, that's what it's become. When you, when you can vote yourself, money's from the treasury. That's what's happened. 
all the entitlements. But you don't dare take, take my entitlements away. Well, maybe, maybe you're the one in particular that we should take it away from. This, again, getting back to this whole social program thing, I don't like them. I think that they become this corrupt sleazeball underbelly. It, doesn't, it, it stops becoming a, a safety net and becomes this corrupt thing that happens to buy votes, to, to keep people enslaved in their poverty. Well, I can't make it without my government check. This creates a disparity between – they're destroying the middle class. It basically means you're destroying – America used to be predominantly middle class. The greatest – the largest part of the population was middle class. I don't think it's that way anymore. I think you've got people that are free poverty level and below. Of course, poverty level, even, even in this country, poverty level in this country is still the richest people on the planet. I mean, for, in terms of fiscal funds. But we have, folks, we've got, we've got a serious issue here with this, with the Democrat Party and the way they're opposing things. The way, what they're doing to, they're claiming, oh, Trump's going to weaponize. It's just, it, what, the hypocrisy here is just unbelievable. He's going to weaponize the Justice Department, come after his political enemies. So, so we need to weaponize the Justice Department and go after our political enemy. We've we got a, it's a preemptive uh, pre, uh, thing. We've got to preemptively weaponize the Justice Department and go after Trump. It's only just, just, just Trump. We're not going after anybody else. Kevin O'Leary made it very clear the last couple of days. He, he, had, he had billions of dollars, billions. And, and most of his friends are saying the same thing. We are not going to do business in New York. This is, this is going to spiral out, spiral out of control. You can't, you can't continue to grow as a state, as a city, without investors coming in to continue. This is when things start to fall apart. And when you have one of the largest populations, you know, one of the most densely populated cities on the planet, probably more, it's more densely populated, by the way, than Gaza, New York City. It's going to become... A major disaster. Of course, then they'll be asking the federal government to bail them out. Some of the highest property taxes. This is where this is where it all starts. It starts with the property taxes, with the personal income taxes. It just the taxes, taxes, taxes. Everything, everything you do costs money. When you drive on the street, it costs you. It costs, they start charging tolls every time you drive your car. Every time you turn around, there's a tax on something. Oh, I want to rent a, rent, rent a hotel room. Oh, it's, there's, there's city tax on that. It charges you no know, tax on that. You get a $100 room or $150 room and it costs you $200 because of all the taxes. So, the, you know, the hotel company can advertise the rate. Oh, it's $149 for a room downtown Chicago. Out the door, $222. Well, they got all these taxes. You know, they got to pay, gotta, gotta pay tax. Go death and taxes, death and taxes. Well, there you go. Well, folks, uh, just a little bit of, I just, I just got to stop because it's just, it's just going, I, I'm, I'm going way over time. The, the Friday show is still coming up. Uh, today's uh, surprise show 
It's a surprise. Didn't, didn't know there was going to be a show today. Tomorrow, very, very unlikely that there will be a show tomorrow morning. Um, chances are I will be either sitting somewhere. Now, it's very, it's, it is, there's a slim chance. There's about a 15% chance that I'm going to have a show tomorrow morning. Most likely not, because I think I have to go uh, to work very early in the morning. I got a very early appointment. It's going to take me out of the, uh, going to take me out of the mix. So in the process, we will plan on a show Friday. If I don't get to see, to talk to you tomorrow, it will be Friday. And I, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm again thinking about a live show, uh, possibly about nine o'clock on Friday morning. Folks, have a great day. God bless. Pray for our nation.